0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen it's time for another episode of your favorite video game podcast chips and bits Mm -hmm. i am your host this week matthew anderson and with me as always the very very sweaty kenny myers hey that's not very nice sorry exposing my
1: insecurities on the radio or whatever this thing is this new feckle thing is (laughs)
0: Today we're going to be talking about Broken Age. Mhm. It's a game. Wow, you're getting really good at this. Well, sorry, I don't I, I think mean, you did this last podcast. If too. only if only I had
1: am uh, I? Yeah. Where I was sorry. like, uh, so today we're talking about da da da
0: and you were like, yeah, it's, you know, it's a g- it's good. If if only I'd printed out a, like a Wikipedia page or something that could describe exactly what this game that is. That
1: is so funny you bring that up because I actually printed out Wikipedia page explaining what this is do you hear that that's the sound of organization yep in case they in case they can't hear it this is according to Wikipedia the source of truth broken age is a point-and-click adventure video game Tim Schafer's first return to the genre since 1998's Grim Fandango the game is produced and distributed blah 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 blah. The game was developed in two acts. That's relevant.
0: Mm-hmm. First
1: was released January twenty eighth, two thousand fourteen, which is relevant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and the second was released on April twenty eighth, two thousand fifteen. Just in time, we finished a game, a game that people have actually played recently. I,
0: yeah, actually, that is de- that po- is definitely. I can definitely attest to the fact that this will be the podcast that is the closest is recorded the closest to the finish of a game for me.
1: Well, so far this season, no, Just, ever. No, I mean, Arkham Knight's coming up.
0: No, yes, but I, I mean, I, I finished the game a, two you, days ago. <laughs> you have a
1: month. Oh, that's true. You yeah. have a month to beat Arkham Knight, so we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, on a more... Excuse par- me. What? I'm not done. How much more is there? Well, there's...
0: I mean, we have to talk about it, too.
1: Four pages. No, I'm just going to read the Wikipedia article. <laughs> this is the April podcast, right? No. Uh Broken Age began under the working title Double Fine Adventure as a Kickstarter crowdfunded project promoted by Double Fine and Two Player Productions. Uh, it made a lot of money, and it remains one of the highest-backed crowdfunded projects of any type. And it's about two characters named Shay and Vela. Yes. And they're adventures. So, did you back it on Kickstarter? i did back it on kickstarter who didn't back it on kickstarter is a better question that was when kickstarter seemed like it was a it was a decent means for game development the
0: bastion of indie games yeah
1: but not bastion the indie game
0: right no but a place for you you get it
1: so we should talk about that a little because it plays into why it's divided into two acts
0: it does yeah um so the reason
1: it's divided into two acts is because they ran out of money
0: yeah that's pretty much it and sounds like kind of time too it was kind of a it was more money, but also it was taking them longer than expected
1: to yeah, work on. Yeah, which I don't... I, you know, game development's crazy. Like, I... Yeah, like all development. Uh, yeah, it's just... Game develop is even crazier. It, in, it involves way more work on both sides than most development. Yeah. Minus, like, rocket development.
0: And it's weird because, you know, because it was a Kickstarter project, It, it like all other Kickstarter projects, you get all the money up front. Right. And... The Kickstarter people essentially become your investors. Right. And they're not as uh, understanding and uh, don't have as much experience in funding things. But not us,
1: Matt. We're adults. Right. As adults, we understand that things go wrong and sometimes people fuck up. Yeah. And that a creative endeavor takes time. Yes. And that Double Fine classically has delayed most of their games because they take forever. Right. And it cost them lots of money.
0: So, you know, I I certainly wasn't one of the people that was very upset that it was going to be, you know, longer than expected. Right. But people were. Right. There were some people that didn't like that. Correct. Mm -hmm.
1: Very good. We've established the Kickstarter precedent that uh, all discussions about
0: Broken Age must center around. From this point forward, yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk about
1: the... I feel like it's on the checklist. We have to do it.
0: So I think both of us played through Act One. We
1: both played through both acts. and then, That's why we're here, Matt.
0: No, I mean, what I was going to say is we both played through the first act yep. when it came out a year ago. It was a while ago. How well, long?
1: Ago? It was actually, uh, thank you for asking, Matt. Uh, it was January 28th, 2014.
0: So seven months ago. guess.
1: No, a year and seven, six months ago. A year and a half.
0: That's a long time. Right. Okay. Um, So yeah, we played through the first act. um, And then when the second act came out, they also added achievements. And I also kind of forgot a lot about the first part. So we both played through the first act again one more time. And then right through the second act when it came out uh, last month. Yep. So where do you want to start?
1: Why don't we start with the first act, Matt? Let's do it. Okay. The first act of Broken Age was wonderful it really was in fact just don't just the first act of broken age uh centered around playing as two characters in two different spaces allegedly Mm -hmm. um and solving puzzles within that realm it was an incredibly nice balance of uh storytelling and beautiful artwork and puzzles that were challenging and puzzles that were um relevant to what you were doing yep and uh, it was funny, and the voice cast was excellent. And in fact, the best voice actor in the whole game, I think, uh, is the, maybe, Vela, Vela's kid. But maybe a close second is, uh, did you know that Harmonix CEO was a voice actor in the game? No. He paid the Kickstarter tier for it. Hmm. Yeah, he was the, um, he was like the burnt, not the, the burnt out guy, um, who was from Shay's home planet nothing dead the air burnt out we just guy? had dead air who's the burnt out god ah, god what's his name hold on there's there's for god's sake anyway you keep talking i'm gonna find his name so
0: i agree i totally agreed with everything alex you just said. his
1: name is alex Al- so the dead eye god yeah the dead eye god okay yeah that was harmonix ceo
0: oh yeah well, He was pretty good he was good i don't think he was the best though no were you saying he was the best no i was saying second best oh okay i thought that one of the best was the wolf
1: Oh yeah, the wolf was, he was really great.
0: good. He talked like this. Yes, <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, thank you. Finally, a good impression from Kenny. Hey, I give great impressions. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <clears throat> I have a, uh, I have you know a love hate relationship with with point and click adventure games. Um, tell me, tell me when when did you fall in love and then when did you start hating them? The thing that is always difficult for me is the notion, uh, you know, when the game feels like it stops being a game, and becomes a random, uh, I'm just going to try and combine a bunch of things without any reason or, or rationale, and hopefully I'll stumble upon something that you know someone making this game thought would be an interesting combination of things in my pack. Right. Um, so one of the reasons why I love the first act in Broken Age is because I think I only ran into that situation maybe once, and it was very minimal. Yeah. Otherwise... You know, I always felt like I'm I. I'm sorry. Had...
1: Are you implying that you didn't love the second act of Broken Age? Well, we'll game? get to there's that. that foreshadowing? We'll get it's to Subtle that. foreshadowing.
0: So yes. So every foreshadow the future. All, of the, all of the puzzles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I felt like I could keep all of the different variables in my head. Yeah. And there wasn't that many of them. They all made sense and seemed relevant to the story. And there was a really good drive to figuring out what was going on in the story right so it was really easy to keep all that stuff in my head it was a mystery yeah i really enjoyed figuring out what the hell's going on in this game
1: like your favorite show lost
0: yeah i've never seen that one
1: yeah i know we cover Um, that just about every single episode one
0: thing that was really weird uh starting out was that you had this ability to switch between the two characters at any time right and the first time i found that out i was like oh that's really cool because you pick one to start with but you can swap back and forth and You know, play the game as either character. Uh, But you don't. (laughs) You just don't do that. No, you don't. So I was like, why? You can play at
1: any time. And, you know, what I thought it was going to lead to was a cross-person puzzle mechanic.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Which actually would have been really
1: cool if it implemented correctly.
0: But, again, why this being broken into two acts is relevant. Here's, Here's the first, you know, teaser. There's no reason. Other than when you stop one character, like you can't go any further with one character and you have to play the other story.
1: Which only happens once in the game.
0: No, it happens twice. Well, once in Act 1 and once in Act 2. It doesn't happen in Act 1 at all. Sure it does. Go, which part? Uh, the, well, the part at the, w- at the end oh, when he yeah, meets yeah, the yeah. space person. You have to switch back and play the rest of Velo's story. Right. Um, and so in Act 1, you can, fin- you can finish the entire Act 1, which we did without any
1: that's what i meant motivation that's what I well, for you switching can finish the whole of it without switching ever yeah without switching yeah that's and so i was
0: like well that's dumb why did they right that was stupid right yeah so I, I didn't like that um but really again talking about act one t- to kenny's original point you know the the art is awesome it's like you're playing through a really well-drawn kids book
1: it's like it has the most fabulous god what's the word what's the word i'm looking um, for um Art direction? No, 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 no. Uh, creative direction? Creative direction? I think it's art. Style. Art. Is art a guy? Anyway, I'm not going to get it that It has done. a
0: really great style to it. Um, and it's it's consistent. You can tell that um, someone had a vision. You know, it's just one of those great things where there, there, I'm sure there was a team working on it, but there you can definitely tell there was. There must have been one person that was like, I have this idea for how this game should look yeah. and implemented it beautifully.
1: I think if you watch the videos, there are an accompanying videos to this um, that they filmed the making of this game. Uh there is an artist whose style that they, they pulled from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Great. Yeah. And he's great. So yeah, that was awesome. Um the the characters. I mean, just really awesome. And any everything from really complex um, you know, uh mom, dad, son family relationships to so the lumberjack. To the lumberjack. The hipster lumberjack. Yeah, the hipster lumberjack. Yeah. To uh the little knit characters on Shay's ship that he's always interacting with every day in the same way. Yeah um or
1: or uh lightbeard played by jack black oh god or the gnome that other guy in the cloud who was played by the adventure time guy who did an amazing job
0: the uh his sidekick the guy under the tree oh (laughs) yeah the guy who gets his underwear caught on a tree yeah yeah so yeah just lots of little neat nifty weird tweaks on characters and stories in act one that i thought were just so clever Always kept me laughing, always kept me excited to keep, continue playing through. Music was really good too. Music was definitely great. Yep. Um, so yeah. That then, act, that's act one. And then they released act two. And they released act two. And uh, I just, I, I almost don't even know what to say.
1: Well, how about I start saying something? Go for
0: it. Just don't reach for the paper and we're good.
1: Act two uh, switches the roles and locations of the characters precisely like it it doesn't do any it does some small variations of it but it doesn't have enough variation in location or characters to really justify its existence i guess for lack of a better
0: well even going even further down that path the between act one and act two there is this amazing amazing shift and reveal in the game Great that you just go, what the fuck? Yeah, it's so it good. was so well done. Yeah, and it generated so much momentum for me to want to continue playing. Like all that build up that so I've been working on Act One, I, was like, was I just,
1: cannot wait. You just feel this momentum. Whenever it was he just, walked in you know, the room. it was a
0: great, yeah. amazing climax. Yeah, it was and a, then it was very much a euphemism for sex. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, then Act Two starts, and it's got all this momentum. Yep. And they just. Did, not- did nothing with it. Well,
1: they kind of did some stuff. They brought back a lot of your favorite characters. Right, but so... Act 2's premise is pretty much based upon taking the different protagonists, switching where they are, and then re-interacting and interacting with uh, the characters that the other protagonists had interacted with. Yes. That is its primary mechanism. It doesn't really sh- change. It doesn't introduce it several new characters, but not no, actually it introduces no new characters. No, they're all the same. It changes some of the context, obviously, like, about well. which you experience the character, but it doesn't change enough of the interaction to be really compelling. It got it gets annoying.
0: Yeah, and so repeating locations aside, which you you just you basically walk through every location you've already been through already. And other the, than like one or two new the locations. The
1: entirety of it. That's the other thing. It's yeah, not you just have like to go back. They break uh, they, the previous part one, they broke it up into sections. So you would move forward a little bit.
0: Yeah, you felt like you were completing areas and then moving to a new area.
1: But part two, you actually have an entire block yeah. like you just go the whole way back all the way through minus the first area yeah,
0: literally that one of the first tasks you have to do as the Shay, the the, the boy character yeah is to walk in vela's all, world all the way back through vela's all the worlds you just walk through with vela and get back to the original and i was like oh, are you kidding me this is right. so weird yeah um so but yeah repeating locations aside i felt like they were so clever with how they um teased the notion that at some point in time these characters were going to interact with each other's world and like switch sides that when it came, it was a good reveal, but like it made sense. Everything like, uh, was woven together really well. Yeah, And I felt like they could have done things when like you're Shay and you're talking to one of Vela's characters that you've already met and had all this dialogue with, they could have, uh, you know, done sarcastic jokes or, you know, under the table jokes where, Shay doesn't actually have to figure out all the things. Somehow he intuitively knew some of this stuff, or doesn't take the same dialogue tree. And instead, there would literally be things where you would have to ask the question, Who is Lightbeard? And it's like, I already know who the fuck Lightbeard was. Right. I had an entire mission with him right. and conversation tree. Like, it's just stupid.
1: The fiction in that case overtook the gameplay.
0: Yes. You said it a lot, a lot better than I could have just said. And that's exactly what I felt like. It the was just like
1: telling the story kind of. Steamrolled a little bit to a degree, maybe not telling the story. Well, I guess you know, character development is story, but the the reality of the fiction sort of took yeah, over. Yeah, they didn't
0: mask end. the expose for the second characters yeah. of when they came through and met or everybody.
1: Introduced an entirely new set of characters. Yeah, uh, they 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 not only did that, but they revealed the villain, and that just made no sense to me. Yeah, I have no idea what their motivations were. Yeah, Except it's like that they didn't like humans so the 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 sort of well big, no it's
0: not just that it's okay so he was a wolf human it, or he was a wolf with a long neck well he a wasn't big, a
1: wolf he was in a costume I'm saying
0: he was a wolf in the act one
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he he, oh, he looks great too he hints he that so good he's a guy wearing a wolf's costume right. but he just hints at it and it almost seems like he's being sarcastic I this
1: wolf costume yeah or yeah.
0: He, it could be joking so you don't yeah. actually really feel like you know exactly what it right, is because it's
1: mysterious
0: it's yeah there's mystery right uh, yeah yeah and in act they reveal that he is what he said—a person inside of a, a wolf's costume. But the reason his neck was so long and his face so short is because his person has a face that's really short and a forehead that's really right, tall. Right, it looks
1: like a xenomorph. <laughs> yeah, And like So he takes it off and he's like
0: xenomorph, and he's like, "I'm actually a person." Yeah. With a big forehead. Yeah. And it's like okay.
1: And then trying to figure out why they—his big forehead people, because they were like an alien people. It was unclear if they were alien or just mutated humans.
0: I The the gist that I got from it was that they were all humans, mm-hmm. and at some point in time, they banded together and thought, we want to basically reproduce and tailor our genes. Eugenics. Yeah. yeah, so that we're a better race. Right. And But they needed regular people
1: to survive.
0: No, so what happened was they built this dam, the plague dam, they called it, to right. keep regular people out. Right. And they continued along and made progression and were becoming better and better versions of themselves, and at some point in time, they overdid it. Right. And they basically, you know, evolved themselves out of having the basic building blocks to create themselves. So they have to go around and snatch people from the other realm mm-hmm. and use them to, like, splice with their own DNA to actually continue on living.
1: To their credit, the device used to snatch people has one of the best villainous names. Yeah. Magchathra. The Magchathra. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's great. It's And it's a good device, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's sort of... Took the wind out of everything. It just kind
0: of, uh, it didn't feel uh, compelling. Yeah, and so you know, being that it's a, uh, you know, at its core, it's a it's a puzzle game. Yeah. Um. There was a there was absolutely a chance for a saving grace in Act Two. Yeah. Which is that there could have been some just amazing, really great puzzles that would have made you feel like, hey, this is awesome. I'll I'll play through this even though it's a little bit boring. Yeah. I'll play through it. And instead, nearly every puzzle in Act Two was just about the most tedious. So tedious. Boring, random. Just like, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, fucking
1: wiring robots.
0: Wiring robot. No, but not just the, the wiring robots thing, I, I consider myself to be a fair a fairly um I don't know, I can't think of the word's not coming to me. I, I stick Canadian? with things. No, I stick with things. What's that called? Diligent? Stupid? No. Um mm, anyways. Afraid of change. <laughs> I'm sure you're filling in the blank right now. <laughs> um, but I stick with things, you know, like i I'm not the type of person that, can't solve a puzzle, immediately goes to Google. Googles stubborn. the result Stubborn. Stubborn's I'm the stubborn, word. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it stems from, you know, growing up with video games and, you know, having games where you didn't have a save point and you didn't have if you didn't have the strategy guide, you were hosed. You had to figure it out. Yeah, or just your self-esteem after playing portal two with someone who knows what they're doing. Definitely. Yeah, exactly absolutely. exactly oh. that, you oh. fucker. <laughs> um, and so, <clears throat> yeah, I there was there were at least three points that I can that I can remember, if not more, where I got so frustrated randomly trying things going to every location 15 times talking to every person redoing the dialogue tree going into my pack mixing random things together trying to figure out what the fuck am i doing that i had to google these things yep and typically when that happens you google it and you're like oh i'm an idiot right and instead you were like oh they're idiots yeah 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 Uh, that's uh.
1: we didn't like act two
0: Let's talk about my favorite one. Which puzzle? My favorite puzzle was not even a fucking puzzle. In order to get, um, you have to get a tuning device for your spaceship. Yep. You find this shell that can play like a recorder. It has holes in it. You can blow on it and play it as a recorder. Uh, it accidentally gets swallowed, knocked into the mouth of one of the guys, uh, In the town. Yeah. So if this was act one, you would be saying, okay, well, I know I got to get that guy to cough up that recorder. Right. I know it.
1: Well, you do know that. You do know that. Yeah. In act two, you do.
0: So in act two, you're going around trying to figure out, well, how can I get this guy to cough up a recorder? Right. The only solution is for you to wander to a place in the world where you could not progress previously. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's a snake hanging from a tree. Right. And if you go too far on that one side of the map, the snake's going to come down from the tree and boa constrict you and you're going to die. Yep. And the only way to survive is for you to like wiggle yourself over to this trombone and play the trombone, which scares the snake and he goes after the trombone instead. Yep. You're supposed to have noticed somewhere on your spaceship, or I think Vela is supposed to pick it up or something. There's a picture of you as Shay as a little boy with like your pet snake or some other snake, and you see that he really likes snakes. Wait, this is a different puzzle.
1: Are you jumping puzzles?
0: No, I'm saying in order to solve the snake puzzle, you needed to somehow stumble upon this picture in his toy room that showed him as a little boy having fun with a snake that was wrapped around him. Oh. For you to know that as Shay, if you come across that snake, you can let the snake strangle you, and he won't kill you. He'll give up and die. You know what? Or uh, pass out. But hold on, hold on. Ugh. Here's how long you have to sit there and wait for the snake to pass out. It it's was like while. two minutes. It was a minute at least. So you're just sitting there. Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, okay," and like nothing's really happening. The snake's just like, it looks like he's about to kill you for about a minute and a half. Right. And then he falls on the ground. And you take the snake. I was Which, like,
1: to the credit, the falling to the ground is pretty funny. The way the snake gives up and just falls. Yes. I mean, I know you were frustrated, but. Anyway, that, and then
0: you take the snake to the guy and wrap the snake around the guy, and he I chokes the guy. I didn't even know comes, the
1: picture like, thing existed. Of course you did. I just because you it went up. to
0: fucking Google, and looked yeah. it up, and you're like, "This is dumb."
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I that brings up actually a, a, one of my problems with Act Two versus Act One. Uh, and in Act One, they set a precedent, which is that you don't need to solve. You know, don't need to go into the other person's view to mm-hmm. solve puzzles. Yes, you don't need to do it. No. Uh, and they just they just set that up. They didn't use it as a device. So in my mind, that means it's all off.
0: Well, to clarify, I think that what they what they kind of hinted at with the swapping back and forth is that certainly there might be a point in time. Like the end of the game, for example, the very end, yeah. where you both have to do your own things at the same time in your own worlds. Right. That certainly would have been acceptable. But yeah. I think to clarify what you're saying is that you didn't need to find something in the other person's world right. in order for you to complete a puzzle by yourself in another... like
1: they were awful and there was How another would you one have had like that. any the so, fucking robot
0: that goes back to my whole the robot. <laughs> yeah my, that goes back to my whole problem with you know they they did all this re-expose of all the characters yeah and they forced you to go through this dialogue yeah and yet when you needed information as that character to solve a puzzle you were just supposed to what magically know it from the other character
1: that means that uh from now on in this podcast we will no longer use uh building building the bomb as our uh as our phrase for tedious gameplay elements added for no reasons, we'll have to use either wow. finding the snake or wiring the robot.
0: So what you're saying is that wiring the robot from Broken Age has now superseded crafting bombs in Assassin's Creed. Yes. As the current... The most one that apt, lost you. The most apt definition I believe, I believe the gameplay. subtitle
1: of that Assassin's Creed is, <laughs> ah, fuck, we lost Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the wiring in the robots. That was another... You know, yeah.
1: Same thing. Cross between things. You had to look at an obscure picture on a desk, and I get that the puzzles in the first game were relatively easy. Sure. Um, and I I appreciate that they tried to increase the complexity of mm-hmm. them, but I I looked up a lot more, and it just the rewards weren't as good. The stakes weren't as high. Yeah. In the first in the first act, you get the mystery. Yeah. In the second act, you were like, okay.
0: You're just slogging through.
1: Yeah, and yeah. for no reward. There's no... St- like, maybe if the villains, like, killed somebody or, or did something, you know? Yeah. Something worthwhile. Just Game of Thrones the shit out of that thing. I understand it's a it's a story about growing up, you mm-hmm. know? And the, what that involves and responsibility and all that crap. But um, there's a lot of grown-ups or people who are, you know, older who have no <laughs> idea how to be responsible. <laughs> who just yeah. have no clue. So, uh I don't know where I'm going with this.
0: Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you know, it's one of those rants. It's okay. I
1: have a feeling this is one of those podcasts that you're gonna this might be the Mass Effect style podcast the Lost Podcast. Where we go
0: back and we're like, oh, we were a little too hard on broken age. Beyond
1: that, we're just like, ah, oh, you know, it's just not that good. <laughs> and then and then we have a meta podcast talk at the end of
0: it. It's really weird. I, I'm pretty sure um that I'm that I'm I, I'm feeling the feelings that I'm feeling. You know, I, I definitely <laughs> i got I, <laughs> see lines like that are what make me think that this is the podcast we're gonna hate no because listen here i can, I can yeah, bring let it back. me tell
1: you i'm standing the standing that i'm standing in
0: i can bring it back around yeah the the resolution outside of all the stuff all yeah. the crap that was act two the, is this the feeling that you're feeling or the feeling it's the condition that my condition is in. okay very good so uh they have this resolution at the end when you solve the final puzzle and there's there's no more... You just basically kind of watch a cut scene where there's the two sides and they, you know, come together and Shay and Bella look at each other and it's kind of like, well, that was fun. you know' and it's cute. Just, and it was cute. It was and a cute it, ending. Even after all of that, just looking at the ending, I got a good, like, warm feeling. I was like, hey, that was really... That was... Act one was really great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was yeah. basically yeah. what happened. You know, I was just like, wow, they really... They brought it back together and I feel like the whole story, you know, the whole circle of the story was really well done, well crafted. It was fun, like it was interesting. And there was just this huge problem for me, which was the tedium of going through act 2 and feeling like I was just not really playing a game. I was just slogging through stuff that I'd already done and the puzzles sucked.
1: Right. And they didn't do in my they didn't do a good job of transitioning you to more complex puzzles.
0: Yeah. Totally. That was
1: that's also like really good games transition you to think about things a certain way over time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do it subtly. And this one it just kind of was like, now here's part two and here's a bunch of crazy puzzles that are just so yeah. insane. Then
0: there's there's no excuse for like maybe we just forgot how hard it was after act one. Like I we replayed the whole game and there was no, you know, really nice ramp up yeah. between those those two things.
1: Yeah. It was uh so we're disappointed really is what we're getting at.
0: I was I don't I know was... if
1: you've been listening to the last twenty seven minutes but uh we're pretty disappointed with act two and we really liked act one
0: i thought act one was i mean and again i'm saying that from a person that i'm, I'm pretty hot or cold when it comes to adventure so like i went in with kind of like you know maybe this will be great maybe it'll be whatever yeah um and i really thoroughly enjoyed playing through act one not just the gameplay but like i thought the ending of that story like i was so i was like
1: whoa this, it was great it was so good it was unexpected and really well done it really was um and, and
0: act two was just kind of like oh man
1: which is so is... great because the name feels so appropriate
0: yeah yeah it just it's feels broken like literally
1: split in two and yeah ah, oh, it's just not it's a bummer man i'm bummed i feel bummed this podcast makes me depressed
0: hmm. yeah it doesn't make me feel that bad
1: yeah i'm gonna go like listen to cereal to give myself a pick me up or something like that Ooh. yeah don't listen to cereal. It's it's uh, listen to us. Tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's my new spot. They're much less depressing. Brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> that's a yeah. joke. Squarespace hasn't paid us. Yeah, but Delicatus has. Nope. no, they haven't paid us nope. either. They have delicious sandwiches. However. They really do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, anything else? No, I just I was this is so depressing.
0: I know. I'm gonna yeah. leave this. I got a nice sandwich waiting for me. It does not ha- from Delicatus. It happens but, from time to time. Yeah. I. I I definitely get where you're coming from. I, I feel like there's. So I'm fucking melting. It's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, compared to all the other games that we we review, it's it's <sighs> this Broken Age has so many things going for it. Um,
1: Can you think of a game that we've reviewed? Ah, uh, Dark Siders
0: Yeah, I think that was the last time I. And felt now we this have way. a
1: relevant podcast link at the bottom of the page. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Just a I kind of feel like if you really like good storytelling uh, and you love, love uh, point-and-click adventure games, you'll probably like this game. Um, Or you could
1: play Walking Dead.
0: Right, yeah. (laughs) Um, The first season. We haven't played through the second. All right. It's almost like... I almost kind of feel like if you... I almost kind of feel like, just play Act 1. <laughs> just just play Act 1. No, because you can't. leave it at the cliffhanger. You
1: can't leave with Snow White's head on the door, you know? You
0: could, you could if the, rest, the entire rest of the game wasn't worth playing. But it was worth playing. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah We've okay. been on an adventure game, Cook.
0: Yeah, it's true. What, uh, what's next for us? <gasps> do, i don't know do we have a plan yeah we do oh i think if we both finish the same game that we're trying to finish yeah. now we know what's we next we are taking a sharp right turn yeah. from adventure game yeah right into first person scary town
1: oh my god you know when you describe this game to me you describe it as a game that you need to be a certain this is our future game not broken age we're, not not done, with we're that. done with that yeah that was at minute 27 mm. uh we you described it as a game that's hard for you to play not because it's not enjoyable to play but because it requires a certain mindset. Yeah. And it's so true. And that's what makes it slow
0: to get through. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. yeah the, so the game we're talking about, by the way, is Alien. And ideally that's the next one we'll talk about next month.
1: No, it is. Unless Matt has to take another day off work to finish the game. <laughs> like <laughs> an I,
0: asshole. I had to do. I almost didn't finish Broken Agent. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Wasting PTO. Yeah. Yeah. Children are starving in, in that other countries. That's but, probably why I was so upset with Act Two. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it wasn't the tedium, it was the fact that you know,
0: yeah. you know. We're on an
1: island drinking mai tais. So uh, let's leave it at that. That's uh, that was Broken Age. Please can we leave it at that? I'm fucking dying.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Thank uh, you. We were a little ranty and a little, we we're pretty hard on this game. A little but, saucy, uh, but I hope you still enjoyed it. Uh, if you disagree with us, let email us, know. us. Yeah, email us. Hit at us up feedback
1: on, at chips and no, that's not an email. <org>.
0: Don't say a bad email. It's just Q. I think it's nerds at chipsandbits.com. Uh, yeah, but then they have to spell out
1: chips and bits, and okay. that's kind of
0: thing. Well, hit us up on the Twitters or the Facebooks or whatever. Just let us know. Um, Because, you know... We
1: don't we don't actually want your feedback, and we don't really, I mean, care about it. Literally, we're talking into microphones with no way to talk I to I kind of do,
0: because yeah. there's, there's some... I feel... Oh, sorry. I feel a little... Matt wants your feedback. I feel a little bit, maybe I'm off on this game. Maybe it was greater than I thought. Maybe... Maybe there wasn't such a difference between Act 1 and Act 2. I'm just off.
1: I can save you the time and just have uh, my friends call you. That'd be great. All three of them call
0: you and tell you how they feel. Let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was the Chips and Bits podcast. Uh, I was your host, Matthew Anderson. And standing across from me is... Still your host, Kenny Myers. Thank you again for joining us. We will see you again next month. We won't see you, actually. Sorry. You'll hear us again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Next month. Happy travels. I mean, they might see us. If they're our friends.